Welcome to another edition of City Talk, the podcast where we discuss the uh, great city of Poughkeepsie and the race to become her next mayor. My name is John, and I am the social media advocate for the gentleman who is hoping to become the next mayor of Poughkeepsie, Rob Rollison. Welcome. Morning, John. How are you? Good. How's Poughkeepsie treating you today? Good. Sunny, but, uh, you know, it's hot, as you know. And we wanted to take a a slight deep, a, I guess a slight detour from the campaign, because I mean, we, we've been, uh, for the past couple of weeks, we've been talking a lot about some of the issues uh, Poughkeepsie's facing, but we wanted to get a little bit more personal this week, because I know there is a dedication next week at the Nelson House Park uh, to the former New York State Senator J.P. Rollison Jr., who, uh, if if, if people uh, can't tell by the similar-sounding last name, uh, isn't is in fact your dad and a former senator of uh, the Dutchess County area. Now, was it was it part of uh, Putnam then also? Or was it just Dutchess? Well, it actually started out Dutchess Ulster. Uh, you know, then they would be doing their reapportionment. So at one point it was Dutchess and Columbia, and then at another point it was Dutchess Putnam. And part of Westchester. Dutchess Putnam and part of Westchester. Yee. That's a big district. It was, and Westchester County was really just the the top towns, I believe, and I think the northeast corner, uh, you know, South Salem and, and some of those uh, communities. Oh, well, I, I guess to start and off, Westchester. But at one point, he had all he had all of Putnam County. Okay. Well, and I, I guess to start off, uh, tell us a little about that. Well, you know, he. Um, became involved in local politics, I think it was around 1964. Uh, I was uh, six years old. We lived uh, over on Marwood Drive in the town of Poughkeepsie, and uh, Dad was a young lawyer and uh, had met uh, a couple of the local elected officials, Joe Burnett, Bill Seedor, uh, and got involved in the town of Poughkeepsie uh, Republican Committee, where he ended up becoming the chairman of the committee. And then eventually, um, because people liked him, uh, he became the county chairman, uh, I think in like 1965, of the county Republican committee. At the same time, he was a volunteer fireman, uh, you know, which was, you know, an absolute love of his, uh, you know, forever. And in 66, he was approached uh, to run for New York State Senator. Now, he had never held an elected office before. I mean, he was elected to be the chairman of the two, you know, the committees, but never had been an elected official in government. And uh, Watson Pomeroy was a longtime serving New York State senator from this area. And there was a constitutional convention, if I remember correctly, and he was appointed uh, to the constitutional convention, or maybe even elected to the constitutional convention. Uh, and could not hold office. So he ended up, um, you know, stepping down at the end of that year, and, and my dad ended up running. It was interesting because if you look back in the scrapbooks, um, he wasn't going to run. Uh, and then people convinced him uh, to run, and it was Dutchess and uh, Ulster Counties at the time. And I remember hearing how Ulster County uh, had said that, you know, we wanted Jay Rollison to run, and uh, he run, excuse me, he ran, and he won. Started his career, 24 years, 12 terms. And uh, talk to us a little bit, because uh, obviously you followed in his footsteps when it came to public service, um, but with the fact that you're, you're uh, current, current chairman of the legislature running for mayor, 
but if you could tell us a little, what are some things you learned to him about public service? Well, I mean, the first thing was that he was a fireman, and he loved the fire service. And um, I heard stories from my mom that when, you know, they were living in New York City while he was going to law school, he used to chase the, chase the fire trucks up the street in Manhattan, and he always, you know, had a love of, of the fire uh, service. And uh, I think his great-grandfather was a fireman in Madison, New Jersey, where Dad grew up. And so when he moved to Poughkeepsie, um, he joined the local fire company, Croft Corners, where he was a life member, Engine 5, over on Spack and Kill Road. So I, from an early age on, was at the firehouse all the time. And uh, we would go to fire calls together, uh, not to the ones in Arlington, but if there were fire calls in other areas, um, you know, Dad would uh, and I would get in the car and we would, we would drive literally all over Dutchess County to, 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 see, uh, to see fires uh, because, you know, that gets in your blood, you know, fire trucks, the, you know, the action of it, camaraderie. And uh, he had his fire gear uh, in the trunk. Um, and I remember my mom one year for Christmas bought him. Back then, there were there weren't scanners or anything that we know about today. There were what they called plectrons. You had one in your house, and uh, he had one in his car. But, but prior to that, John, interestingly enough, when he first joined, there weren't really fire radios. They were just coming out, so you had to count the signal and the amount of horn blasts, and then you looked up on a on a on a, on a cardboard form that had, you know, if you had, there were three, three blasts, you know, one, six, one, well, that could be Spackenkill Road from Croft Road to Red Oaks Mill, or that could be Route 9 from the town line to wherever, you know, depending on the number. And then uh, when the first fire radio was, was received in the Arlington Fire District, it was received in, in Croft Corners by the assistant chief, a, a guy named, by the name of Bob Dean, who was our next door neighbor. And that's how dad got involved in the fire service. Well, a lot of our neighbors over in um, Marwood Drive and Sheraton Drive were firemen. And uh, besides becoming close friends, they, you know, they, they encouraged Dad to join in the fire company. So actually, so Bob Dean was the assistant chief. He had a plectron, and he ran a wire across the lawn, and we had a um, speaker in the kitchen. And when the fire radio would go off, my mother would call, as my dad would go out the door, my mother would call the neighbors, and they would call each other to say where the fire call was for the other firemen. Sounds pretty primitive, but th that's the way it used to be. And the first guy at the firehouse would write on the chalkboard, which was on the outside of the firehouse, fire call at. And firemen would, would ride by the firehouse and then know where the fire was or the call was. And you would mentioned a little bit about a scrapbook, and I know you were discussing um... – you discussed this on the, the, the recent radio interview with uh, Poughkeepsie living legend John Flowers. Who, I mean, if, if you go if uh, you go to our Facebook page, we posted the interviews. You can have a listen. Uh, you mentioned a scrapbook of his that you found. Uh, tell us a little about the scrapbook. Well, my mom kept everything related to my dad and the family, uh, and uh, we have several scrapbooks. I got a couple. My sister's got a couple. Really, kind of details his career via the Poughkeepsie Journal and. Kingston Freeman, uh, of when uh, he was uh, involved in politics, you know, from early 64 on. And, you know, it's interesting. Many of the things that they talked about back in the 60s are the same things we're talking about today. As a matter of fact, I was looking at one of the scrapbooks this morning in October of 1966, and that was the year he first ran for office. He and Ham Fish were talking about coordination amongst federal and state governments 
and how there needed to be better coordination, and they were going to develop this team uh, of federal and state representatives to make sure that the public knew what services were available for them and how they would be able to assist other levels of government in uh, not only the coordination of services but also delivering services to local governments. I mean, we, we talk about that every day. Uh, and have we come a long way since October of 1966? Yeah, we sure have. But there is still always uh, a place to do better and to get these resources from the federal government, the state government, and the county government. And we specifically talk about Poughkeepsie. We need those resources to help this city move forward. You know, we're, we're looking at firefighters paid for by the federal government, police officers being paid for by the federal government. Uh, we need money and help with infrastructure repair. Uh, and the thing is, is that it's still the same coordination and sometimes not so much lack thereof, but we need to have an experienced leader to be able to go find that help, ask for it, and then get it. And um, that is the one thing that, you know, I have that experience to do that because I know the people at the, the various levels of government who interact with, with the city and the county, and we, we, can, we can make that happen uh, for the city of Poughkeepsie, and we can make it happen quicker, you know, to be ready on day one as an experienced leader uh, to be the mayor. And you hear a lot, and, you know, we, we've seen these comments on social media where uh, people seem to be, I guess it would best be described jaded about, you know, politics and government and, you know, our public officials in general. What do you think are some things that, you know, we could learn today or public officials can learn today from your dad? Well, you know, it started with wanting to be involved. Uh, and for him, you know, joining that fire company and being you know, and, and being a government official at the same time. You know, he, he gave to the community all the time, my dad did. And sometimes that was lost on me, honestly, because I was a kid growing up and doing my own thing. Uh, my father wasn't around a lot. Uh, he was in Albany. He was traveling uh, throughout the state. Uh, he was out on fire calls and training. Um, he got hurt in, in a couple fires. He fell off the roof of the Poughkeepsie Plaza and broke his nose and smoke inhalation at a fire at Oakwood School on Thanksgiving Day. Um, and I looked at him as, you know, this individual who was always out there trying to do something to help somebody. And that's, you know, the basic, um, premise for me, you know, I, that's why I became a fireman. That's why I became a cop. That's why I, I've enjoyed, uh, my time as a county legislator, you know, doing things to help people and help the community. Uh, and I get, I get where people are frustrated and cynical because so much of what we see in this media driven world is cynical, is negative, is people uh, people arguing back and forth about you know political uh, uh, with political posturing, and at the local levels where it really gets done, and it's unfortunate that you know the the, the people at the federal level and sometimes the state level uh, the examples are not something that we want we we try to follow at, at the local level, but at the end of the the process we're we're trying to make the best decisions we can on behalf of other people. It is not easy. It is not simple. And do we make mistakes? Of course we do. But the desire to keep helping and to keep out there and putting yourself out, you know, families, you know, the sacrifices that my mom made for my dad, um, you know, I, I never, 
I never really realized it until I now ask, you know, my wife and my son to make sacrifices so I can go out and I can do things for other people. And, you know, it's something that you never can take for granted, but you sometimes get caught up and you just do it. And people want you to do it because if you're doing a good job, they, they want you to continue and they, they, they want you to be accessible and they, 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 they want to see you out, out in the community. And that's, you know, that's where my dad was. So, he, you know, I couldn't ask for a better example. And I'll give you, you know, I remember one time while I was still a cop and I was in patrol and I answered a call on Wilbur Boulevard and there was a senior citizen there and I don't even really remember what it was, but it wasn't an emergency, but he had a problem. He needed a police officer, and I went there. And uh, I remember he looked at my, my name tag, which said R.G. Rawlison on it. And he says, you're Jason, aren't you? And the time my dad was still alive. And I said, yes, I am. He says, I want to tell you how good a public servant your father was. And I'll never forget that because I never really, other than family and friends, heard that from someone I didn't even know. And he relayed some story that he had an issue with state government that my father was able to help him with and his staff. And I walked away from that call that afternoon. And I'm like, wow, you know. And when you know that there's lots of people out there that 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 feel that way about a family member, it's even it's even more incumbent upon me to do the best that I can to to to, to be like my dad and to have my father, you know, be proud of me. Now, granted, you know, he's. He passed away in 2007. Actually, the anniversary is coming up in a little over a week. And he saw me become a legislator. You know, he saw me become a cop, which he said was the proudest day of his life. I'll never forget him telling me that when I was accepted as a town of Poughkeepsie police officer. Um, you know, it's unfortunate my mom passed before he became a legislator. and uh, But she saw me, you know, as a cop and all the things that I was doing to help the town of Poughkeepsie. And, you know, there's a lot of satisfaction in it, John. And I know my dad got it. Um, and I know I, I got it, and I'm still getting it. And uh, just just to wrap up, uh, cause you, you touched on this a little bit uh, when you mentioned about the sacrifices that, like, your mom made and, and that, like, Lori and your son make uh, for you to be able to do what you do. How important is it to have your family, to have that the tight-knit family and to have your family behind you as a public servant? It is It is the single most important thing that you can do as a, you can have as a public servant is to know that your family is behind you, and then your friends too, but your family first. Because if you care about your family, you can't do these things and not understand how it impacts them. And um, people who are out there volunteering, people who are in elected office, who are out in the community, need the support of their family because you can't. You can't do the job effectively if you're always worried about your family, you know, knowing that they're okay and knowing that they encourage you and they want you to go out and be in the community and help people. And that's the most important thing that you try to do is to help people. And sometimes you can't, uh, but most of the time you you can you can be you can be there for somebody for some reason that they need help with and making sure that you know government is responsive to the needs of people making sure it's transparent and and, and gaining that experience that that helps you become an effective elected official you know police officers firemen first responders their families left behind when they go out on a call when they go out on their shift um, you know i i put my family through that when I started to become a cop, and now I know what it's like when my son is working. I worry 
Shadahim. And um, it's, it's not something that, just because I was a cop, doesn't necessarily make it any easier. Um, and, and, and so it's, it's something I never, I never really, you know, it's never too far from, from what I'm thinking about all the time. And uh, I'm very lucky to have a very supportive family. And I couldn't do what I'm doing. And I certainly couldn't run for mayor and be the effective mayor uh, that I'm going to be on, on, you know, on day one if I didn't have my family behind me. Oh, and a special unveiling of the Nelson House Park exhibit with a special dedication yeah, to former Senator Jay Rollison. Monday, August 24th, Nelson House Park, 28 Market Street. Uh, Rob, any closing thoughts? Well, I mean, that's just really, it, it's, I'm, I'm very honored that they're doing that for a dad. Um, as I said to somebody the other day, I'm sure he would be thrilled by it, but he never would have asked for it. You know, that wasn't, that's not, wasn't his, that wasn't the J.P. Rollison style. Um, my sister is coming up for Virginia and it's going to be a great morning. You know, my dad did a lot, uh, for the city of Poughkeepsie. Um, he helped get fire trucks for them when they didn't have any money that they could buy fire trucks. And, uh, he was very instrumental, uh, with Hudson river, uh, activities as far as, you know, the pollution of the sixties and seventies. You know, I see pictures of him at river's edge with various elected officials from the federal government and, 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 you know, environmental conservation advocates. And, uh, you know, there are some things that, you know, he did, he did quietly. And, and, um, but people from time to time will say, Hey, you know, your father did this and your father did that. And it's kind of exciting. And, um, he spent time. There's a picture of him in the Nelson house at some function with a bunch of folks. So, uh, it's going to be a great morning. I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, it'll be a nice reminder, uh, you know, when I'm on market street to walk by that park. Rob Rollison, candidate for and God willing next mayor of the great city of Poughkeepsie. Uh, thanks for joining us. Keep keep on believing in Poughkeepsie, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, John, and uh, enjoy the rest of the day. And uh, yeah, I got to keep believing it because I certainly believe in the city, and uh, I believe in the people that live here. For more information on Rob Rollison's campaign for mayor of Poughkeepsie, please visit www.robrollison.com. And also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Rollison.